Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer the question, what am I reading this week? This week is the final week of the month, February 2020. It's the final new comic book day of the month. So it's time for a comic haul. For the video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos to see the comics I'm talking about. There's also a giveaway as always. Listen in to the podcast at the right time and it'll all be revealed what you need to do to enter the giveaway. No purchase necessary. So let's get on with the show. All right, so here's the books that I picked up this month for various reasons, those that I'm reading uh, on the regular or something that just stood out to me that I wanted to get. So I'm reading The Amazing Spider-Man number 40, uh, legacy number number 841. Um, this is a sort of a, a riff on the classic Amazing Spider-Man number 298, the Todd McFarlane cover where uh, he started to draw Spider-Man back in 1987. And it also featured Chance, but this is uh, the new generation of it here. This is a Ryan Otley cover, Chance battling Spider-Man and J. Jonah James Jameson uh, with no um, regard for the danger asking Spider-Man, where does Chance rate against, say, Doc Ock? Jonah, shut up. So I picked up Amazing Spider-Man number 40 from Marvel. Also from Marvel, the other Spider uh, character comic book that I pick up on the reg is Ghost Spider. So I've said before that I'm not a fan of it simply being called Ghost Spider anymore. I, I liked it more as Spider Gwen. Uh, actually, Radioactive Spider Gwen was my favorite name for it. But anyway, this is issue number 7 or Legacy 57. Very cool cover here. I like the kind of like uh, vertical aspect of it and then just a very simple uh, sunset sort of background. I still love how her logo looks. It's pretty cool. I still like that. Um, and she's like really cool and acrobatic. Uh, I guess she's going with the ballet shoes that she had in the Spider-Verse comic uh, movie, I guess, uh, compared to the original uh, shoes that she had. So uh, that's fine. Um, so Spider-Gwen, let's see, what does it look like when it's fully upside down like that? Okay, yeah, checks out. So I got the latest issue of Ghost Spider number seven. A Spider-Man adjacent book is uh, Gwen Stacy number one. This is uh, the regular cover, the Adam Hughes cover, very beautiful cover, uh, just to focus on Gwen herself. Uh, a different um, version of Gwen than Spider-Gwen. This is the original Spider-Man continuity, the Earth-616 continuity, with um, Adam Hughes' amazing style. Background's a little simple, although it feels like kind of 60s. That's what they're going for. And the uh, number one... Uh, you know, uh, little logo is, I think, way too big. It, it detracts way too much from the cover. Logo is wonderful. I like it's curvy and pink and cool. And again, Adam Hughes's art is really nice. I'm looking around for his signature somewhere hidden in the book, and I'm not seeing it. So is it just so hidden that I cannot find it? Hmm. Plot or conspiracy? So anyway, the plot of this book is that it's uh, Gwen Stacy before she met Peter Parker and her origin story and how it sort of ties together. Uh, she didn't do any superhero stuff, but she, her father, obviously Captain Stacy, uh, in the New York Police Department, um, rubs off on Gwen and her ability to reason and, and uh, be a good detective. So this is sort of uh, early on what happened before she 
uh, debuted in uh, the Amazing Spider-Man comics back in the 60s. So that'll be interesting to see how this story plays out. Another spider title, yes, so sue me, I'm, I love all the spider characters. Uh, this one's really interesting though, it still blows my mind. This is an IDW book, so we're moving over to IDW, uh, but it's still from Marvel, so I don't, I never kind of like read what was the official uh, deal that Marvel, aka Disney, has with IDW, but IDW can now publish a variety of uh, Marvel titles. So here's Marvel Action number one, Spider-Man, so it's a variety of Marvel Action titles. And then we've got, a, you know, everyone's favorite uh, spider people at the moment, Peter Parker, Gwen Stacy, Spider-Gwen, aka Ghost Spider, and Miles Morales, Spider-Man as well. Uh, cool cover, I like the angle of it, it's like a cool Dutch angle. If you've got the cityscape uh, angled perfectly, then you've got the spider characters at these cool angles as they just come at you at the camera. Uh, a lot of cool action on that. I like the background color as well of the city, and these poses are always really fun to have. So Spider-Gwen looks really lithe. And her uh, mask is cool as always in her little hoodie. So she's, um, even though Spider-Man is closer, Peter Parker Spider-Man is closer to you, she still feels like the focus of the book, which is fine because she's like a breakthrough character within the last 10 years. So Marvel action, Spider-Man number one from IDW slash Marvel. Another comic that's in IDW that's still also a little hard to believe, Usagi Ojimbo, classic character that's been around since 1984 and uh, rebooted in a new number one for um, IDW. And I just noticed this month IDW's logo has been changed, I guess. They have this sort of like little speech bubble type of logo. Anyway, this is uh, issue number eight, which this vaguely has a legacy number as well. This is number 246, legacy number, and it's um, Tatami, part one of two. A tatami, I believe, is a type of uh, blanket in Japan. Anyway, this cover is also a riff on last month's cover, which was itself a riff on the very first Usagi cover back in Albedo, number two in 1984. He is coming to the other side of the sliding door that he has appeared uh, behind in many of his own homage covers. So a Stan Sakai comic book that's been published for over 35 years. Latest issue of Usagi Ojimbo from IDW. Moving over to Dynamite, a book that I'm really enjoying is Red Sonia and Vampirella Meet Betty and Veronica. This is the latest issue. This is a Robert Hack cover with his amazing pulp magazine sort of style. Um, I still want him to be working uh, on the reg, like on Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, but what's going on with that book? Anyway, he's doing some great covers, really enjoyable. This cover's a great mashup. Again, it looks like one of these classic old uh, paperback uh, books that's just been totally disheveled, and it's just so WTF. The WTF of it all is Red Sonia and Vampirella are hanging out with Betty and Veronica because there's like a bunch of stuff happening, uh, murders and vampires and creatures and everything, and on the latest... Um, uh, continuation, the next plot is now everyone's taking a trip over to Vampirella's homeworld of Draculon. How will it go? Read the comic to find out. There's a big resurgence of uh, Vampirella comics at the moment, because after all, she's 50 years old, first published in 1969 in Vampirella No. 1 by Warren Publications. And um, one of the books that I'm reading, I'm not reading the, the regular Vampirella book, um, you know, my budget isn't as what it could be. So I'm doing Vengeance of Vampirella, which is like Volume 2, based on the original series from the 90s. Vampirella died at some point, she's been dead for 20 years. 
the world has gone to hell in a handbasket, literally. Mistress Nyx uh, basically rules the earth, and there's very few humans left in the world. Vampirella is resurrected to fight this unspeakable horror, and this is issue number five so far. Very enjoyable, very gritty. Now, uh, I'm trying to get all the cosplay covers, so my shop wasn't able to get me the cosplay variant of this, but still, this uh, drawn cover is still very nice. A close-up on Vampirella, blood streaming from her lips, just beautiful colorization, very mysterious, steely-eyed look right at your soul. Vengeance of Vampirella, number five. Okay, everyone, let's pause at this moment to do the giveaway. What you need to do is go to my website right over here, vmcompost.com slash pound contact. There's a contact form there. You're going to send me an email. You're going to tell me two things. One is that you watch this video, the February 2020 comic book haul. And you're also going to tell me which comic book character would you like to be? Any superhero, supervillain, non-superhero sort of character? Maybe someone from the world of Saga? or Why the Last Man, or Sex Criminals, or Bone, or Marvel DC Image, whatever you want, the world of Tank Girl, tell me who would you like to be in any sort of comic book. So send me an email at my website to enter the contest, no purchase necessary. There'll be a giveaway before the next comic haul next month. I do a comic haul every single month at the end of the month, the final week. So you have a whole month to enter. Go to my website, bmcompost.com slash pound contact. Tell me that you watched the February 2020 video and tell me what comic book character you would like to be. Now back to the show. Another um, dynamite book that I wanted to get the cosplay variant for, but my uh, shop sold out or I don't know what happened. Uh, anyway, I got Deja Thoris number three. So brand new volume of the Deja Thoris storyline. Epic cover art. It'd be really great if the interior art were also on par with this cover art. Uh, but I guess the book would never be published on time But because this cover is just so detailed. This is by Kunka. And uh, it's sort of like an anime-ish style. Very luminous colors. I like the, the background element. Deja Thoris is there tempting you, P uh, beautiful purple tones throughout, plus skin tones and such, a lot of skin, and it's a cool cover. So I'm reading Deja Thoris at the moment from Dynamite. The final Dynamite book, okay, did get one of the cosplay covers, but it's not cosplay, it's the original actress. We have Elvira, Mistress of the Dark number 12 ongoing series basically nowadays. Um, so we've got Cassandra Peterson as Elvira herself right on the cover. It's interesting in black and white, wasn't quite expecting that. I, it took me aback for a moment uh, and like, hey, did they print this wrong? But no, it's a black and white uh, cover and there's Elvira, the hostess with the mostess in sort of the cute shriek pose that she does. And it's a black and white, like a classic uh, 1950s B movie. So I'm reading this one, it's just fun. It's cute, great art and story by the two Daves. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, number 12 from Dynamite. Going over to the smaller publishers, over here with Ablaze, I have Unsacred, Mirka and Dolfo's Unsacred, number 4. Wow, a lot has happened in this storyline. Uh, if you don't know about it, this is uh, Andolfo's very cute, very sexy, very vulgar story of an angel that fell in love with a devil. 
and their trials and tribulations. They've been uh, going out together for seven years and they haven't consummated their relationship, much to his chagrin. So um, it's uh, a lot of like slice of life vignettes between the two. It's very fun and cute. He's in a band. Her mother doesn't approve of the boyfriend. You know, it's the classic stuff, but just with angels and devils in this mystical world. So I got this beautiful cover from Mirka and Dolfo. It's an enjoyable book that on the first time that I that I browsed through issue number one, I wasn't feeling it. But then after I read it, I had a couple of issues and I read it. I like how it all flows together. And it's a fun, cute story. So on Sacred number four from Ablaze. Moving over to Titan. I'm loving these Tank Girl reprints. Uh, they're reprinting the original Tank Girl that was published in Deadline in the UK. So Tank Girl's 30 years old. Can you believe that? So, first published in 1988 in the UK in Deadline Magazine. And uh, all of the original stories are being published in color with new stories, new photos, new annotations. Um, so, it's a nice um, addition to the classic Tank Girl collection. And this is issue 3.2. I'm not sure how they're actually numbering these because there was issue 1 and 2 and then there was 2.2, 2.3 or something. And then now we're at 3.2, but it's actually like the seventh volume that was printed so far. It's kind of weird. And so you see like the very first instances of Jamie Hewlett's like style of um, gorillas that would eventually come into place. So I'm reading the latest Tank Girl original reprints. And lastly, we have the latest issue of Mad Magazine, Mad number 12. So after the big hoopla that it was being canceled after what, like 55 years, it's being canceled, 65 years, it's being canceled. Uh, no, they're still publishing. It's just that they're de they've diminished their, their new material. And it's kind of said there on the cover, 21.4285% new material. So uh, nowadays in the year 2020, the price is $5.99 cheap. Uh, I suppose so for color, no ads and a lot of great humor. So the latest issue deals with screens. This series is still very irreverent. If you haven't read a Mad Magazine in a while or ever, I really recommend that you check it out. They read numbered with number one a year or two ago, and now they're publishing a little less frequently, but they're still publishing stuff. And I got issue number 12. So once again, everyone, if you'd like to enter the giveaway, all you have to do is go to my website, vmcampos.com slash pound contact. Send me an email that you listened to the February 2020 comic haul, and then tell me what character would you like to be in a comic book. Be sure to enter before the next comic haul at the end of next month, March 2020. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, to like, to review, to share it, all that good stuff. Or head over to patreon.com slash vmcampos to watch the video version for free of the podcast. If you'd like to go to the $1 tier, you'll unlock exclusive stuff. If you go to the $2 tier, I'll mail you a curated comic book from my collection and thanks for pledging. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club and I'll see you next week.